Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I am Dr. Ben Spears, uh, your host and ambassador of Flow. I'm here with my co-star. Still trying to think of a cool nickname. <laughs> we'll come up All with right. one. Something's going to hit us. Maybe it's somebody will put something in the comments. They'll put something in the comments. Hey, Matt's yeah, a real... We'll uh, stick with the bear. <laughs> right. <laughs> and biscuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's it going, Matt? Doing absolutely fantastic. How, how are you? How was your weekend? It was really good. It was Hall- it was Halloween. You know, you know Marshall was was SpongeBob. And it was Charmander costume. Pokemon. Yep. And so, you know, they, they racked up. You know, we still use those... Those old plastic pumpkins, oh, like yeah. to put candy in. Oh, you nice. know, people yeah. now they bring around like bags and stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong. I, I had a I had a pillowcase. I had a pillowcase right. too. Tim and I were talking about that. I yeah. had a pillowcase, but yeah. you know, we still use those old school pumpkins. So they right. each got two pumpkins full, and uh, you know, we headed home and they had smiles on their faces and right. And you know, nobody and then, woke up with belly aches. That's right. And then you sort through all the candy, throw away the throw away the stuff, give some things away. Go ahead and cut it down to what it is that they like and, and not let them overdo it like we did when we were kids. My belly would be swelled up to the side like I swallowed a watermelon for about a week, right? Yeah. the uh, On those orange and black peanut butter flavored, <laughs> you remember those candies that yeah. you pulled them? Oh, pull absolutely <laughs> I do, man. The, those are good, though. No, yeah, they were delicious. Gosh, so good. That reminds me of Schoolhouse Rock. So there must have been a lot of a lot of uh, Halloween that was on Saturday, right? Because yeah. they must have got up and eating those somewhere along the line. It stuck, right? So. Well, Emmett told me, he said, I've been waiting forever to have Halloween on a Saturday. Yep. And you know, How he's, old like, is he? he's seven years old. <laughs> right. I'm like, dude, you ain't been waiting forever. <laughs> that ain't even, that's not even, I got underwear older than that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> so, guys, you know, we'll, we'll, here, here we go. That's a good segue, right? We just talked about Emmett's lifetime. That's right. Right, so let's go in. We're going to talk today. Of course, we're always going to circle everything around to recruiting. Right, uh, but we're going to talk about the lifetime value of an agent. Right, and and how you keep them connected with your brokerage. Right, because yeah. I think we all know that keeping the the agent in the brokerage is is critical. Right, I mean you oh, got to yeah. There's there's no need going through all the effort of recruiting them if you're just going to let them you know run in the front door and run out the back door. You're never going to catch up. You're never there. Never going to be enough dollars laying around for for you to accomplish things in your life the way that you want. So what you got to be able to do is you got to be able to hold on to them, right? And yeah. So some of this is uh, so so I read a, a, a great book about this uh, a while back, and uh, in the in the bulk of the book, you know, it uh, it talked about Maslow's uh, you know uh, hierarchy of needs, right? Yeah. And uh, and what it did was uh, was it it really explained the. Uh, uh, it really explained the the in depth from a from a customer standpoint, from an agent standpoint, yep. right? It really explained how to make sure that you uh, that you stayed connected with somebody the way that you needed to stay, the way that you needed to stay connected with them, so they continued to be your customer. And that's really what our agents are, right? I mean, oh, they're absolutely. consuming consuming what the broker has to offer, right? And so, you know, in recruiting, part of a part of the uh, interview process, you know, I always say, you know. Mr. Ms. Agent, you know, what I want to do is I want to make sure that I treat you in a way that it makes you feel extremely comfortable treating your customer a certain way. If I don't treat you well, then you're not going to want to treat the customer well, right? Yeah, I mean, you're not yeah, going to want to, right? It starts from the top. It, absolutely. And, and everybody's got to be on the, everybody's got to be on the same page, right? So, uh, so let's, let's dig right in, right? Yep, like we always absolutely. do. We want to, we want to be as efficient with time as possible. So, so the first need is really, uh, is really subsistence, right? So, yes. so that means that, uh, you know, they want to be able to provide for their family. 
right? So when you sit down and you talk to them and you're, and you're going through the recruiting process of them, somewhere along the line, you want to make sure you hit on the topic of them being able to have a certain life and being able to provide for themselves and being able to provide for their family, being able to provide for whoever they want to provide for. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to, they need to be able to feel comfortable knowing that you're interested in them being able, able to do that. Yeah, that, yeah, that should absolutely be part of either your interview process or, you know, we're going to talk about nine of these. But each one of these, it doesn't mean like, hey, guys, you know, we're going to list out nine and the first time you ever meet these oh, right, people, right. you got to be Good like, point. well, here's what we offer. Number one through nine <laughs> right. Right? and all these. But, but each one of these should be touched um, maybe through the appointment process a little bit, right, before they even come into the office, a little bit in the interview process. And then even more so, um, especially when we start talking about a few of the other ones, I'm not going to, to be a spoiler, but I'm um, talking about those through the onboarding process and Absolutely. then even six months down the road or three months when you check and in your and sales say, meetings and your coaching, all exactly. that kind of stuff. Yep. That's, that's, that's a great point. Don't, you know, we've talked about this, uh, we've talked about this all the time. Don't, you know, don't talk yourself into a transaction through the middle and right out of the back door of it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like so, being a logic bully. That's exactly right. Yeah. So you want to so you want to make sure that you're sitting there and talking to them about the things that really apply to what they're dealing with. But you have to keep certain things in mind. Yeah. You have to have those sound bites, for lack of a better way of putting it. And they want to hear that you're interested in them being able to provide for themselves and their family the way that they the way that they want to. Now, some people are hobbyists, right? And, right. Of and course, it might be that might be something that appeals to your brokerage. Rock on. But it's important for you to know that. It's yes. important in you that so if somebody's just like oh no 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 I'm I'm not the one that's going to be the breadwinner in, in our family I really don't want that pressure I don't want to do that you need to have that conversation with them so that you know how to set those appropriate expectations right right so uh, which kind of leads us to the kind of leads us into the the next one right so protection so uh, so uh, you know we talked about karate right yeah and uh, and so you know I uh, recently had a conversation with a with a broker and uh, and something pretty uh, I would consider scary happened right and uh, and and uh, the agents and the and the staff at the at the office you know someone came into their office and and you know put put some people in a bad situation basically okay and uh, uh, the agents want to know that you're looking out for their best interest. Yeah. Okay. So not just with COVID, with everything going on. So right when COVID hits, did you step up and say, hey, guys, we want to be protective. We want to take care of you. Here's the rules that we're going to follow. And these are the rules of why we're going to follow them. And this is how we're going to do this. Or did you just say, hey, everybody, you know, times are different right now. Be careful what you're doing. Right. Yeah. If you if you said that, they don't feel protected. Oh, absolutely. Right. They don't feel like you're looking out for their for their best interest. Right. And so uh, so you want to make sure every now and again, just say it at a sales meeting. Right. Say, you know, you're standing up there, you're talking to everybody, say something like, guys, you know, I really care about you. I want to I want to make sure that we stay safe. You know, these days, if you're doing open houses, please make sure that, you know, you've got a buddy that you're doing them with. If uh, if anything is unsafe, you know, the, the absolutely start lying. Right. Pick up your phone and act like you're talking to somebody else if you don't have time to dial it. Right. Yeah. Whatever it is that you need to do. But but you need but you need to make sure you give them permission and you tell them to think about protecting themselves, taking care of themselves. You yeah. as the broker, you as the leader, you as the person recruiting them need to make sure you're having a conversation with them about how to look out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's there's the, there are a lot of things that have to have to be vertical in business right. instead right. of horizontal. Right, that's right. Right, and when and when it comes to that comes to this one in specific, in, in specific uh, protection, it has to be one of those. Right? right, it's like what if what if you were what if you were a child, right? And there's thunder and there's lightning. Right, and you know you go to your, you go to your mom or you go to your dad and you're like I'm scared I'm scared, and they're like, 
Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Run for it. (laughs) Run for it. Every man and child for themselves. (laughs) Right? No, you go there because you know, gosh, that's... That's, That's right. my safe place. I know I, I know that I can go to them in, in confidence, you know, whether it be something scary or just something that, hey, you know, you want to keep close to the chest. The, uh, I can go to them, and, and, and I know it's going to be yep. a, at least a good conversation right. to where I'm going to have direction or feel better about, you know, Absolutely. The, the, the scenario. Hey, guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Absolutely. And it, and it's it's a wild world out there, right? Yep. So they they need to know that you care about them. Have have somebody come in and do self-defense every now and again, right? Yeah. Have right pass along tips and stuff that you find. Realtor, uh, you know, uh, National Association of Realtors put stuff out on a regular basis. Put that put that out there, right? Do, do things that just make sure that they know that you're looking out for them and and protecting them, right? Yeah. And that and that brings us to to our our, our number 3 uh, which we we did a podcast the other day, right. uh, closing the gap. Right, that's right. Right, so you know, don't don't get confused that all affection, which is number three, right, you know, has to be, you know, a pat on the back or a hug. That's or, right. Or whatever. Yeah. There's different ways to to show that. Right, and and probably the best way of 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 showing affection is I would probably say is respect. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, uh, treat them with a certain amount of uh, of respect when you have conversations with them. Right. Yeah. So uh, so look at them when they're when they're when they're talking. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. little basic things like that can make a big difference. And they're and they're going to take it not just as affection, like do they hug and kiss me when I walk in the door? Yeah. Right? They're going to take it as as endearment, for lack of a better way of putting it. And that yeah. and that all starts with respect. That's also, you know, sense of humor. And uh, and it gives them that sense of friendship. Right. That's going to that's going to keep them in that brokerage long. And and you need to go out of your way to do this, right? This isn't just about, you know, we joke about empathetic leadership all the time, right? But uh, but uh, not that we joke that you shouldn't have it, but we joke at how terrible I am at it sometimes, <laughs> right? But but that but this boils right down to it, showing that affection so you've got that that friendship with them, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, and, and that all leads to number four, which is a sense of understanding from mm-hmm. both sides. Yep. Yeah, so it's important that uh, that you've got to uh, that you have to encourage and reward them whenever they're putting effort into doing what they need to be doing. Yes. Right? you need to understand what they're going through, right? Yeah. And so when they when they struggle, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that stop for every god a minute and and do right. everything for them, right? But but sometimes you know whenever you whenever you talk to somebody, you can tell that that there's a little bit more to it than what they're than what they're saying. For right? sure, for sure. And if you've got a relationship with them, it's a little bit easier to have that level of that level of understanding with them. And so you you want to encourage and reward them, right? To to be a problem solver, to be good at what they're doing with their with you know their life and their business and all that kind of stuff. However, sometimes you just got to step in and lead. Right. There's there's yeah. times when you've got to you've got to do that. And that comes down to how well do you understand them? How well do they understand their role? How well do you understand each other? How, how well do they understand what's going on at the front desk? You know, all of those things are going to make a, all those things are going to make a difference. So being clear in your communication makes a makes a big difference on, on making sure that understanding goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. And, and with and with that clarity um, and, and with that understanding, you know, it really opens the doors um, for for all the agents and the broker and the brokers alike. Uh, to have you know a, a sense that hey we're we're all participating in this right right and 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 that brings us to number five guys which is 
participation. Right. And, and, uh, and so you recruiting managers out there, you know, and an agent is pretty quick to be able to tell you that they have certain rights, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're not, right? They've got certain rights that there's a, hey, you should treat me like this, right? If you don't, I'll go somewhere else. Right. But, but there's also responsibility that comes along with that. And yeah. that's what participation means. Whenever, whenever we're talking about, you know, making, making sure that we're all on the same page with what we're trying to accomplish together, working on this together, that means everybody knows their rights and everybody knows their responsibilities. Again, that's a great time, to, something good to say in, in sales meetings. Hey, guys, you know, you, you, you have the right to come in and ask me questions whenever you want. You know, I want to be here for you. I want to take care of certain things. If you don't think something is the way that it should be, I want you to speak up and let's, and let's, get, to the, and let's get to the bottom of it. Right. Yep. Oh, and uh, and so no, I'm I'm not saying that everybody needs to speak up in the sales meeting. I'm right. saying that you need to tell everybody they have the right to do that, but they also have the responsibility to act a certain way. And so if if you get if all you tell them about is their responsibility, they don't feel like they have any rights. And if all you do is give them rights, they don't feel like they have any responsibility. The yeah. two of those have to be balanced, and and they're balanced through participation with each other's business. Yeah, I like that. I never heard it put that way. Yeah. Um. Well, the next one is why every agent gets into this business. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think right? so. All the free time. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I, don't, like I, I just want to work an hour. <laughs> I want to show a house. Yeah, I want to show a house <laughs> and, and make $100,000 a year. Right. Um, and number six is leisure, guys. So, you know, also also known as as, as no work lifestyle. Yep. And, and, and so... Matt, this this one's this one's I won't say it's tricky, right? Like nothing's trickier you. You're the master recruiting. How 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 do you as a broker, you know, yeah, of course you want to like show them that you're protecting them and you know that that you're you're you're, yeah. you're understanding of them and you want them to have rights and responsibilities and you know you know their goals and you want to help them accomplish it. Of course you want them to be productive, right? But how right. do you also be like, well, I want you to. Yeah. You know, I want to feed that, that leisure right. need as well. Right. Yeah. So you want to be connected with them. So, so if you've ever heard of Ford conversations or mm -hmm. frog conversations, right? Ford conversations are family, uh, occupation, recreation, and dreams, right? And frog is, uh, you know, I don't know how to spell frog. Let me slow down here. Yeah, so family, recreation, recreation, occupation, and goals, right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so, so, uh, if you're having real quality conversations with people, it's all four of those things. Right. And so that means you're asking them about what their goals are. You're asking them about what their dreams are, not just so that you can recruit them and then get them in the front door and then forget about what it was that they said, the reason why they got into that they got into real estate. So if you if you start talking to someone about their dreams or if you start talking to someone about their goals, they're going to open up and they're going to start telling you what it is that they like to relax and do. What is it that they, you know, why do they work so hard? What is it that they get to do? They want to be on the on the water fishing. Is it that they want to, you know, they want to travel more? Is it because they really want to see their you know, kids or grandkids go to a certain college because that's where they went? All of those things all add up to the lifestyle that they're trying to accomplish. What is it that they do with their time that they're not in real estate when they get to spend it exactly the way that they want as a leader you should know that you should know it through the recruiting process you should be asking those questions in the recruiting process don't get all up in their grill what do you do for fun where do you go and party that's not what i'm saying that isn't what that's not what we're talking about here why do you work as hard as you work what is it that when you're not working that hard do you want to have the ability to be able to do that's what we're that's what leisure is and you got to ask them that question get in those four conversations and you'll you'll get the answer yeah, and you could always introduce yourself to like that in the interview too. You'd be like, "Hi, yeah. my name's my name's Ben, and I like to party." <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that script is actually on our website. If everybody's looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we should wait. That'd be awesome. No. <laughs> My name's Matt, and I also like to party. <laughs> no. <laughs> My name's Matt, and I like to work. <laughs> That's how I party. Work is my party. Yeah. Awesome. So this brings us to the next one, of course. You know, this is one that I love, of course. Right. Um, and 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 we we've seen this, right? So we've we've worked with, um, you know, other companies. You know, one, one in partic- particular that does like a pep rally. Right. Right. And you know, all the agents they kind of come together and they'll put their their, their colors on and uh, you know stuff on their face and you know they they're like, okay, you know, how can I how can I Make, make our right. office or our brand be, seem like it's just the best. Right. And, you know, in like a pep rally. Right. And so that brings us to this one, which is, which is creation, right? People right. want, people want and need to know that they can, can, can contribute by creating. Yep, absolutely. And so, so let's go to personalities really quick, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, so, and we're not going to dig down as deep as we normally do. We normally cut it into two, right? Because yep. all the groups kind of fall on 50-50 one side or the other. We're going to go a little bit out from that, right? And so let's say that there's four main personalities. And most personality tests, right, you've heard us talk about this, they're going to break down into, into, those, into those four main four main groups. Every one of those groups likes to create, but what they like to create is different, some mm-hmm. of them like to create uh, an, an accurate representation of what's going on. Yeah. Some of them like to create relationships. Some of them like to create a good time for everyone. Some of them like to create a, a list that everybody knows that everything went exactly the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Right? There's, but they all like to create something. And they like to be known for what they created. They like to be known that they, that they gave the people that they were working with the best possible transaction that they could. They want their family to know that if they refer them to someone else, that the transaction is going to go smoothly. So they create a, a, an open line of communication between the, the person that they're referring to and, and themselves. So, so people like being known for what they created, and it has a lot to do with their personality. So if you know what their personality is, a big, a big flashing light is going to go off when they create something and you know their personality. You're going to know that they want to be recognized for yeah, that. Yeah, when they're like, my name's I, and I like to party. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> so you're, you're exactly right there, of course. And then, you know, there's, there's, only, there's only two, two left, guys. Um, and, and the next one is identity, yeah. right? And this is, you know, this, this can be very, very personal, you know. Nobody likes to be seen as a number, right? And 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 when you're recruiting, that is that is so that is so important, right? And if you if you're recruiting and and somebody does want to just stay distant, I mean, I would be careful. I mean, I don't I don't know that I would hire them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that works in your the the way that your model is set up, right? But uh, but if somebody wants to to you know they don't want to open up to you in your conversation, really they're really just like, well, I just really need to know this and this. If or you like can an meet online me online thing. Yeah, exactly. If you can meet me here and here with these two things, then uh, then I'll then I'll sign. And you're like, well, what about the rest of it? And what about this and what? No, none of those things matter. If you can meet me with those two things, well, don't think that don't flatter yourself. You're not the only person they're going to have that conversation with. Yeah. Even if they come on board, then they're going to tell somebody else the same exact thing, right? Yeah. So so you need to understand who they are. That means you know paying attention to their identity. That means paying attention to to what it is that they do and how they do it. And you and you through the appointment process, some, some of that should be gathered, but also that should be gathered through the uh, uh, you know the questions that you ask actually in the interview, learning more about them from a recruiting standpoint. But if you want them to stay, you have to acknowledge that individual identity 
whenever they're actually after they've joined. Okay. So let me, let me give you a great example of that. Okay. Let's say that, uh, let's say that someone has been the, you know, the, the president of the chamber of commerce in a, in a certain community and they, they've been very involved with it and, you know, they've been doing it long enough so that there's, you know, they've been the, the, the president in the chamber three times over a 15 or 20 year period. Right. When you're introducing them in the sales meeting or when you're introducing them through social media or however it is that you're going to introduce them to your office, you're going to bring that up. You're going you're gonna to acknowledge that. That's something in their identity that they've taken pride in. And if you just skim over that, you don't say anything about it, you've actually taken a piece of their identity from them that they've worked very hard to get yeah. whenever you're connecting them with the office. So instead of doing that, just allow them to have that identity and make sure that you acknowledge that. That's going to that's gonna help them stay with your brokerage for a long time after they've been recruited. Yeah. And, and, and number nine, you know, that's it. That's a great segue into number nine. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's freedom. And this yep. is, and this is, this is freedom, uh, for, for the broker to, to, to be able to maybe create a little distance, you know, cause sometimes you want to be in complete control of everything. Right. But this is also freedom, freedom for the, for the agent as well to maybe make some mistakes, take some risks, but also discover some of the solutions, some of the solutions themselves. Right. Yeah. So number nine, freedom being autonomy. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want to be able to to uh, I, I, I think that there are uh, some people that get into real estate that don't want autonomy. I think there's some because yeah. they're just confused. I can, agree with, little, I can agree with that. Yeah, they're a little bit confused about what to expect, and and they got in there, and some will learn their way through it, and other ones just won't. Right, and it's yep. it's not going to be it's not going to be for them. With with uh, you know being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, you know being a 1099, right? The yep. the people have to have a certain amount of autonomy. They have to be able to stand on their on their own two feet. They have to be able to kind of do the things that they need to be able to do in order to be able to in order to be able to succeed. They need to be acknowledged for it, right? Yep. But they but ultimately they need to know that it, that it, it's up to them. Yeah. And and you need to have that conversation in the uh, in the recruiting meeting. So a way that you can say that to, is. Is uh, you know this is an example that I give uh, that I give people to give in an interview and uh, you know take it or leave it, but uh, but you know look at it like Ford Motor Company, right? So so the way that uh, the way that I help brokers understand their role whenever the from what an agent wants to understand of how they're going to be supported is, Mister Miss Agent, you're the you're the CEO of Ford, right? And you're going to build a, an incredible truck, right? An award-winning truck. You're going to want to deliver that truck to the to the public. You're going to want to set the price based on what the truck has and the features and and which part of the market you want to serve. Me as the broker, I'm the parts supplier. I'm where you're going to get the engine. I'm where you're going to get the tires. You've got people working on your assembly line. You've got things moving stuff along. I'm the one that's helping you understand how all those products work together so that you can deliver the truck that you want because you're the CEO of of Ford, as an example. So it puts them in, it puts, the, it helps them understand that they're in charge of the assembly line, helps them understand that they're in charge of the transaction, helps them understand that they're in charge of all the things that they need to, but they need someone to be able to supply them certain things and how to use those things. So that helps them understand their role as a CEO, but that they're just not in it alone, right? They have yeah. the autonomy of deciding whether a truck or a van or a sports car. They want to design something new, whatever it is that they want to do. It gives them the autonomy of being able to do that, but they still have to come back to someone else to get the parts that they want because they can't be in the truck building business and in the engine building business and in the tire building business yeah. and in the transmission business and in the how to train people to use those different things business. They well, just they can't can be, be, but not for long. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. That's the, that's the recipe for how to hell to go out of business right there. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, so let me recap really quick. Sure thing. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, if you want the agent to be there for a lifetime, right? So we're going to, we're going to make sure that uh, we help them understand that they have a path in your company, in your company to be able to provide for their family. Right. So they, that's number one. They got to be able to take care of themselves. Number two is you should help them feel like they're like them being protected is important. Number three is affection. You got to make sure that they know that you uh, that you admire them, that there's some respect there, that there's that there's some there's a certain amount of friendship there. There also has to be some understanding. You got to encourage them and reward their sense of curiosity whenever they're you know, whenever they're solving problems. Participation is uh, is number five. They have to know they have rights, but equally as important, they have responsibilities. Number six is lifestyle, right? Leisure. How do what is it that they're doing on a day to day basis that's allowing them to live the lifestyle that they want when there's no pressure? Creation is they want to know no matter what their personality style is, they want to be acknowledged for whenever they create something that solves a problem. Identity is number eight. This is a this is really a sense of belonging, uh, and you have to make sure you acknowledge that not just when you're recruiting to them, but also when you hire them and through your coaching and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, and number nine is uh, is freedom, right? They want some they want some autonomy, right? They want to be the CEO of their of their company, but they also need to know that there's that there's things that have to be supported for them. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those places, uh, make sure you hit that button and follow the podcast. If by some chance you like to party and you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> uh, hit that red subscribe button at the bottom. Um, along with that bell right beside of it, you get notified every single time we, we drop a new episode. Uh, if you want to watch or listen to all these in the same place, go to our website, prospectboomerang.com. Uh, click on podcasts at the top. And you'll see, you know, all the audio uh, versions and all the all the video at the bottom. Um, in the middle of that page, there is a box, and it says name and email address. And you can sign up there for um, our, our monthly uh, recruiting tips, tricks, and hacks. Um, that's absolutely free. We do that for one reason and one reason alone, along with you know coming up with with uh, you know Mas- Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, maybe we we'll, come up with that. Well, well, look, mine. He's my great grandpa. The uh, <laughs> maybe we do an episode on Pavlov's dogs, and everybody, you start ringing a bell, and the agents come in. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> we'll call uh, it the Pied Piper episode. Yeah, exactly. And we'll send everybody a bell if that works. <laughs> <laughs> Prospect Bell. We'll change our name. All right, guys. We do this for one reason and one reason alone. Why is that, Matt? Because we just want to be part of their win. <laughs> <laughs>